Hello everyone, I'm Denise Boggs, and I want to welcome you as we journey together through Healing the Heart. Today we're going to be talking about how you can be safe during these end times. There's a safe place, and God's calling you to that safe place. So don't give in to fear, because you're looking and seeing things going on, the economic issue. If you look on Facebook, there's all kinds of warnings, okay? But I want to teach you how God has prepared a place, a safe place for you. And you need to understand this, that every unhealed area in your heart is a place where the enemy can come and bring fear, anxiety, and take away peace, okay? So you've got to deal with unhealed areas of the heart. I have been teaching for 40 years now on healing the heart. And then God said to me a few days ago, okay, you've not told them why it's so important. Why? Well, it's because it's, it's your preparation to dwell in the secret place, the safe place during these restless, trying, perilous times. There's a safe place. And I'm going to teach you from Psalms 91 what you can be expecting in the safe place, even angelic, angelic intervention in things, okay? Dwelling in the secret place. And I lived in this prior to teaching what I'm going to teach today. Okay, you can dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Let's go, let's look at Psalms 91. Okay, and I'm reading this from the Amplified. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure, safe, and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. Okay, so that's our secret place. He that dwells in the secret place, Psalms 91 says, from the King James and New King James, who dwells in the secret place, dwells. That means you abide there, you dwell there, you don't leave there, okay? You don't leave there. But if you'll recall my first teaching on preparing for the end times, I said the strategy of the enemy is first fear. Fear. To cause you to fear. And fear causes anxious thoughts. Anxious. You get, become very anxious. So when you're drawn out of the secret place, the place of rest and peace, you become to be you become anxious. Did you know in Psalms 94, the psalmist says, anxious thoughts will multiply. They'll multiply. So think about it right now. If you have anxiousness, if you have anxiety, maybe you've gone to the doctor and said, oh, I just feel so anxious all the time. Okay. Every 24 hours is an opportunity for the anxious thoughts to actually multiply, get worse. So when the times we're living in, one way to pinpoint is if, if your anxious thoughts are areas where you need some healing so that you won't let the anxious thoughts 
continue to lead you into fear outside of the secret place, the presence of God, the peace. Okay? So let's kind of review it a minute. The fear is coming from the enemy trying to draw you out of the presence of God, the peace of God, fear. And it says even in the last days that men's hearts will fail them because they give in to fear, give in to fear. So your heart will fail you. Fear is going to lead you out. It's going to lead you away. It's going to lead you out of the presence of God. So we got to get back into the secret place, high above the powers of darkness that are happening in our world today. And then we invite others into the secret place, the place of peace and rest in the Lord, okay? But if you are continually anxious, then you've got to say, okay, Lord, what is it? And that's what healing, healing the heart for 40 years, I have been helping people learn why these anxious thoughts have multiplied. I've been leading them to in a path that we call the path of righteousness. David, oh my goodness, David, in the 23rd Psalm, he said, God leads me in a path of righteousness that he restores my soul. Okay? So if David, if David was able to get to that place of peace in the Lord, I'll dwell in the secret place. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord now forever. He got to a secret place in six verses in the 23rd Psalm. And I want you to get on that path as well. If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to get on the path, the path where God can heal you and restore your soul so you're not drawn back into that place of fear and restlessness and anxiety. There's a path you can get on. It's a, it's a simple path. David even said it this way. He said, he makes me lie down. He makes me stop. David took a few days off work. He makes me lie down, makes me stop so he can restore my soul. Then he leads me. He leads me beside some still waters. Do you know you can't heal and get restored if you're in turbulence? You've got to get into a place of walking in a path beside still waters so God can heal and restore your soul. Because if you're in restlessness and you stay in turbulent waters, in other words, where you're at, work, home, whatever, if it's a restless place, you can't even get peace long enough to know what it is, the peace of God, the peace of God. <laughs> okay, so a healing experience means you've got to step back. He makes me lie down, David said. He makes me. He makes me lie down. He made me. I know exactly what that means. Forty years ago, he made me lie down. He made me stop, stop ministry, everything, stop. So he could heal and restore my soul. And by me doing that, I'm able to teach you, and I've been teaching now for 40 years, how, how to maintain peace even in turbulent times, okay? There's turbulence around us, but you can be in peace. The work of righteousness brings peace. 
the work of righteousness. All right, so that's my next point. Isaiah 32, 17 says it's the work of righteousness. Getting our heart right. Getting our heart right. The work of righteousness gets our heart right with God, okay? Brings peace. So any area in your heart that you don't have peace, you're needing to take a step and walk into that area. Say, okay, God, show me. Why do I not have peace when I see so-and-so at the grocery store? Well, you got to get your heart right with me so that you can not be stirred up by that person. Isn't that a great idea? Great idea, yeah. You know, in Psalm 65, in Psalms 119, 165, it says, Great peace, great peace have they that love thy word and nothing offends them. Nothing. Wouldn't that be great? You can go to Walmart. doesn't matter who you run into. You can stay in a place of peace and not be offended. But what they say, they don't say, you're not offended, okay? Because like I taught you in the previous podcast, that's one of the things, one of the strategies of the enemy, second strategy, is to keep you in a place of being offended. Jesus taught us that, that in the last days, many are going to be offended. That means they're drawn out of the secret place. They're drawn out of the place of peace and rest and dwell in the secret place. And they come down to planet Earth and they're just offended by what people say. Okay, so those are two strategies I've taught you. Fear is a strategy of the enemy and so is being offended. Those are two strategies of the enemy in these last days. God's strategy is he pulls you up, he calls you up to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, high above the principalities and powers of darkness that's going on. And then he says, take your seat. I really believe that Paul gave us, Paul gave us a key in Ephesians to stay in postured correctly in these last days. He was seeing prophetically the times we're living in. I'd encourage you to read Ephesians and see that Paul was telling us how to stay postured in our position, in our identity, in our assignment, and in the high seat, the seat dwelling in the secret place, now, that doesn't mean you're prideful. No, it means you know who you are. David said, I'll now dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dwell down in that place of defeat and fear anymore. Now I know who I am. I'm a son. You're a son. You're a daughter of the Most High God. In Ephesians Chapter 2, verse 6, that's what David said, that we are to be seated with him, with Christ in heavenly places, high above. Okay, so when Jesus was taken up from the earth, yes, he was lifted up. His assignment was completed. And so we have to understand that we can be seated with him and that we're not even affected by what is happening in the world because we're here for a purpose and that is to shine light in this dark place and then call people up to to dwell above it you don't have to dwell in it in all of the fear the anxiety 
of the darkness that's going on, okay? So let me go back and kind of review a little bit. The strategy of the enemy is to use those unhealed places in your heart where he can draw you into fear, draw you into anxiety, and draw you out of the presence of God. But what you've got to say, okay, I want to be like David. I want to take this path of righteousness, do the work, get my heart right, because every area in our heart where we're not right with God, we won't have peace. It's the work of righteousness that brings peace. It's the effect of getting your heart right that brings quietness and assurance forever. And then I love this, verse 18, some in Isaiah 32, 18. The work of righteousness brings peace. And then it says that the effect of righteousness will be quiet and assurance forever. My people will dwell, dwell in a peaceable habitation, a sure dwelling place. They'll dwell there. They'll dwell there. It's a dwelling place. And so we're seeing all this unrest all around us, but we're called to a higher place to dwell above it, okay? Now, let me just review just a little bit more. Okay, in the secret place, you are dwelling, you're feeling secure, and you're at rest. Did you know in that place of security and rest, it's a place where fear can't even touch you. Fear cannot touch you. Listen to this. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, of timidity, of cowardice. <laughs> but He's given you a spirit of power. He's given you love. And He's given you a sound mind to recognize when fear is drawing you away from the presence of God, you've got to have a sound mind. Now go there. No. You go back. You go back. And say, so, wait a minute, I am not going to give up my fear. I mean, I'm not going to give up my peace and embrace a spirit of fear. God didn't give me fear. I don't have to embrace this fear. I have power to say no in Jesus' name. He's given us power. He's given us His love. That's the secure place. Love. His love. And a sound mind. So I want to encourage you after this teaching. I want you to just say, okay, Lord. Every area where I'm fearful, everywhere I'm anxious, I want you to show me where it started. Where is it? Why am I allowing fear to dictate my life? And I want to get my heart right. Where did it come from? When did it start? Where is those unhealed areas in my heart where I first embraced fear? And you may need to go all the way back. I'm going to do a teaching on the timeline to help you pinpoint in your timeline when you first embraced a spirit of fear that God didn't give it to you, but it was offered and you embraced it. And now He's calling you to release it and say, no longer am I going to be dictated by fear. Okay, I want to encourage you to do some digging. Go into Isaiah 32, 17 and 18 and just pray, Lord, show me. Do the work of righteousness in me, get where I can get my heart right and come out of agreement with fear. God bless you.